Hey, before we get today's episode going, I want to give a special shout out to a fantastic podcast that you guys definitely should be listening to. Who Arted is a weekly art history podcast that tells the story of incredible artists and some of their best work known to man. Host Kyle Wood does a fantastic job providing a good resource to art students and alike, bringing a nice, fun energy and a good insight to some incredible artists and some of their best works. Recently, I got the opportunity to appear on his podcast, getting the chance to talk about Ai Weiwei and the art piece known as Sunflower Seeds. It was such a unique deep dive to an artist I had frankly not known much about, if anything, and I was grateful that Kyle had introduced me to this artist with the information that he had provided and the fun conversation that we were able to have to really give a new level of love and appreciation to a fantastic artist that I know you guys are going to enjoy. In fact, here's a little clip from the episode of our conversation about Ai Weiwei. But again, like, nerves of steel. This guy's got to have ice water running through his veins because (laughs) um, you see he also, like, while he was in the U.S., I guess he was just, like, quietly... uh, top-rated blackjack player (laughs) like he would be from what i from what i understand he was like comped all over the place like they would send a limo from atlantic city to new york to pick him up to play in blackjack tournaments and stuff like that um just like this dude is doing all of the things in a really you know sophisticated high level high stakes way Um, and I I don't know. It's the kind of thing that if I were reading about it in a novel, I would be like, no, it's too far. (laughs) You're putting, you're putting a hat on top of a hat here. There you go. But he's doing it. It it just uh, immediately, just like in this little conversation that we've had just with this alone and seeing like the notes and such, he is already one of the coolest people I know. Not just one of the coolest artists, one of the coolest people I have ever heard about. I, I know, I know. Like he, he should be doing ads for whatever that um, Dos Equis or whatever. <laughs> Major thank you to Kyle for allowing me to come on the podcast and allow me to really get exposed to an incredible artist. And I know you guys are going to enjoy that conversation. If you want to know more about who arted, you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts, or check the link in the description below for their website for more information and where you can find who arted today. And welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wowing the world over the platform they deserve. I am your host, Nathan Raglan, and for today's conversation, let's look to the stars, shall we? Today's guest is Chris, better known as Cinema, an outstanding artist and illustrator with some wonderful comics in the work and a fun little VTuber model to boot. Chris is someone who's been under my radar as of late, thanks to some interest from friends introducing me to their art, and I just knew it was only a matter of time before I had to bring them on, just with the outstanding art that they've been able to to push out, and what they have planned to come. We'll definitely divulge a lot more into that in today's conversation. 
If you enjoy Chris, make sure you support them with all the links down below, especially the links I'm going to be having to their comics. Again, we will be definitely going in depth, and once you, if you're watching the video version, once you see some of the visuals for it, you, you want to support it. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. Leave five stars and a review wherever you can. I see that stuff. I absolutely love it, and I cannot thank you guys enough. Hey, if you want to go even further with that support, maybe you should consider repping the brand by going to the merch shop at pmap.creator-spring.com. There you can find some incredible designs done by some outstanding artists that I think you guys will enjoy and find some of the nice, sleek, and stylish ways to incorporate that into your daily wardrobe. And hey, if all you're looking for is a nice, cool, calm, casual place to sit down and chat about the podcast or just chat with other incredible artists, maybe you should consider joining our Discord server, The Artist Sanctuary. We have been developing a nice, fun community with some incredible artists from all around, and I think you guys will certainly enjoy the vibe that is exuded from there. The more, the merrier. So please join today with the links down in the description. But now, without further ado, please enjoy... The Postmodern Art Podcast. Can you speak super quickly? I'm trying to make sure my levels are where they need to be. Um, uh, what can I read? Wave to say hi. Uh, this is a brand new shiny server. Here are some steps to help you get started. For more, <laughs> check out our Getting Started Guide. <laughs> All right, I think you're good. I think I got you at the levels awesome. that need to be. Awesome. <laughs> okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> there we go. Da, 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 da. Wonderful. How are you doing tonight? I am doing good. I'm a little nervous, but I am very, very excited. <laughs> you know what? That's valid. That's valid. I will tell you the same thing I tell a lot of guests when they tell me that they're nervous. Don't think of this like some intense, deeply rooted interview or something like that. But yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to like I was trying to think of it. I was like, oh, I'm just, just talking just talking casually, talking to a friend. It's not like a job interview or anything. Yeah. So yeah. That's usually what uh what 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 uh, what calms my nerves. So yeah, yeah. If nothing else, just think of that as a calm, cool, casual conversation where you just get to just gush all about the stuff that you make and the stuff that you like yeah yeah make this yeah. as much your space as it is my podcast all right this is as much yeah, yeah. you as it is me it's probably more you yeah. than me at this point uh, <laughs> i will also give you this heads up since we are talking about discord um discord likes to be a dick to me sometimes um just for random reasons so there might be a point to where halfway through this conversation i just dip for no apparent reason, nothing at all. Okay. Discord just, yeah. Discord just like restarts on me, and I'll be back in like five, to like 10, 15 seconds. The interview is not over. It's just Discord restarting okay. on me. Discord, that's so rude. Discord, what the heck? And it, and like I think with the exception of like maybe once or twice here or there, when it does happen, because it doesn't always happen, but when it does happen, it only happens when I am recording a podcast. Like that's so strange. Discord, what are you doing? I I, th I think it might be I, I think it might be the combination of both Discord and OBS. I don't know. Um, because it I, could be. Yeah. Because programs programs are weird sometimes. Mm -hmm. Especially whenever they're trying to sync up and work with each other. Maybe I guess in yeah. this case working against each other. Who knows. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the <laughs> this is a, this is not what I anticipated the uh, the subject being for the newest Splatfest Discord or OBS. Which one's going to win? <laughs> yeah, are you team Discord or are you team OBS? You decide in the comments below. Oh, uh, I'm not going to participate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Be neutral on this one. <laughs> you're, you're gonna be big man in the background. Team scissors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Chris, before we really get going, I must ask the icebreaker question of the podcast, if I may. Let's say you get to go to a deserted island on your own, of course. It's just you, alone with your thoughts. You get to kick back, relax, breathe, get to enjoy yourself a little bit. To help with those vibes, more or less, you can bring one piece of media or one piece of art with you to help with whatever mentality you're trying to go with. If given this opportunity, what would that one piece be? Is it, would it be something like that you would have, would it, like, could it be something where you wouldn't have to charge it, like electronic? Oh, yeah, no, no, all, all, all that stuff is taken care of, like, when it comes to that okay. stuff. Like, uh, like again, I said, does, uh, like, you're on a desert island. You're not stranded on a desert island. This is, it's like accommodations and all sorts of stuff or whatnot. Okay. Um, I think. I've heard this. I've I've actually I've actually been listening to your podcast, and I've heard this question. Oh, um, actually, actually, actually thought about it over and over <laughs> doing do, do my research. But um, I think I would bring um, the game uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Okay. Because yeah, because that game that game keeps me going. There's there's like a lot to do in that game, and I think it would keep me like occupied if I was on a deserted island. <laughs> yeah, I go. think. Yeah, I think that's what I would bring if, if I was going to a, a desert island. <laughs> I have been meaning to break down, buy that game, and play it because, like, I used to be like a fan of Pokemon, like growing up, like the OG, yeah. like original. Like, oh, yeah, red, same, same, yeah. Like the say red, blue, silver, gold, like freaking sapphire is one that I hold near and dear to yeah. my heart, and mm-hmm. so I kind of, fe- <laughs> I kind of fell off after that. But then, like seeing Arceus, like when it was being teased or whatnot, like I, 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 yeah. I oh my god, like it looks so gorgeous and it looks so fun, and I've been meaning to get it. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, that that was a, that was the same case for me because um, when I got into Pokemon, it was around like mid Gen three. Okay. Like um, I want to say like two thousand four ish is when I got into Pokemon, and I played it like I played it. I think I think I was like an avid Pokemon fan, like up until the end of Gen four. Okay. And I was in the Gen five. I think I played it throughout like you know my, my teen years, but I was sort of like I was sort of like falling off a little bit. It didn't like it, like it caught my attention, but it didn't like catch my attention as much as it did when I was younger. Right. And then once like Arceus came out, it sort of like sucked me back in and now I'm like going back and playing like all these Pokemon games like yeah. that like I I played that I played, but I didn't really like. I didn't really like, um, like, absorb it. If that makes any sense, I, I didn't really that. like, like, ab- ab- like, absorb the story, like, like Sun and Moon or X and Y. Um, I did. I did like Sword and Shield. I really like Sword and Shield. But um, but yeah, just just those games. I I'm going back and playing that because like like Arceus sort of like brought me back, and now I'm like really looking forward to um, to Scarlet and Violet. Like, I yeah. can't. Oh my god, I can't wait to play those games. <laughs> It looks so good. <laughs> it does. Like, you know, people give, like, Pokemon, especially, like, the recent gens, like, a lot of crap or whatnot. I don't care. It looks gorgeous. It looks incredible. Yeah. They're at least putting, like, a little bit more effort on some of the some of the stuff that I've seen in the past or whatnot. Like, it's, a, like, let them do their thing. We're going to be yeah. satisfied at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Arceus was so good. I got I to gotta finish it. I'm... <laughs> 
I'm almost done with the Pokedex, but um, I'm taking like a little bit of a break because you know, doing the Pokedex is hard. Yeah, but like it keeps it keeps you going. Like I'm I'm excited. Like what happens at the end? I'm really excited to you know just 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 do like 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 the rule like the rule like end game stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. <laughs> there you go. Keep that excitement. Yeah. up, that's for sure. But nevertheless, Pokemon Legends Arceus. That is your answer. You're locking that in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then if that's the case, I cannot think of a better way to start the Postmodern Art Podcast. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> I am your host, Nathan Ragland. Uh, feel free to like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. Uh, you can support the podcast on Patreon, like my brother, Jacob Ragland. Go to patreon.com slash PMAP and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PostModArtPod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guest. <clears throat> They are an illustrator and comic artist with some stunning comics in the works, such as StarQuest and Caltonia, while also being an out-of-this-world VTuber. Welcome to the podcast, Chris, a.k.a. Cinemoth! Hello! Hello! I'm waving, but you can't see me right now. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, yeah. I, I still got that uh, energy and that vibe off of the you know waving. I, I felt that. I felt that. I appreciate yeah. that. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm excited. Good. You should be excited just as how I've been excited to get the opportunity to talk to you, especially since I really went all in and really got a chance to really absorb some of the stuff that you've been working on and some of the stuff you've <laughs> done. It's incredible what you've been brewing. But before we divulge into what you are working on, I want to go back just a little bit, if I may. I want to know more or less the origin story of, of uh, Cinemuff. What got you interested in art in the first place? Art. It was just something that, like, I, I, I just picked it up as a kid. I, I think, I want to say I started drawing around when I was about five. Okay. I guess like, it just, it just sort of happened for me. Like, <laughs> um, I think like it was probably like, like free time at kindergarten or whatever. And I think I just picked up some crayons and paper. I started drawing, and I was like, oh, this is fun. I like this. <laughs> And I kept I kept doing it, and um, I don't think I um, I want to say I started taking art seriously. As there was like one time when I was about fourteen when I started to learn like anatomy okay. and like how the human body works. Because um, yeah, I think that was one time I took art seriously. I think like the next time I started, and I sort of like I was sort of casual about it up until I was about like. 19 or 20 okay i want to say is when i started taking art a little bit more seriously so yeah um as for the username oh can i answer that yeah, yeah go as, for as, it as for, as, for, as for the username um i so my original username was cinnamon muffins and that was something i created when i was 13 back okay. in uh 20, 2011 and and I think a few years later, I ended up shortening it to Cinemuff. And that was because Cinnamon Muffins was like, it was really long. And it was kind of a pain to type out. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to shorten this. <laughs> it's going to be Cinemuff from now on. <laughs> so so you shortened it for yeah. plot convenience. Got you. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, I, I have to ask, what was it about Cinnamon Muffins that was so vital for you that you basically made it your own name, if I may ask? I don't think I can give an answer. I think <laughs> I was just trying to find like things that like stuck to me. Okay. Because this was, 
I uh this was like this was like my early Tumblr days oh, and okay. I was trying to like I was trying to find like like a name that like just fit me cuz cuz my username at the time on DeviantArt it was Kamichurn and it didn't really stick to me I wanted something new Okay um so I so I like I think I cycled through about like three or four names before I landed on cinnamon muffins and it just sort of it's just sort of been with me since you know until I until I shortened the name a few years later <laughs> I mean fair enough plus like let's be yeah. honest especially when it comes to like tumblr or whatnot like the usernames that you can find on there are like I don't I, there's not even a limit when it comes to tumblr is there like their usernames or whatever there isn't you it's can, like you can make like a paragraph your username essentially <laughs> you live yeah you can you literally can there's there's so many like possibilities with tumblr <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. so I have to ask when did it go from just a general love for art and such to a passion and wanting to make it your career Hmm. I think it probably it, it started it did start around when I was 20 because I, I was I think I was trying to think of like things that I enjoyed doing because um, I knew that I didn't want to do like um, I knew that I didn't want to do like any sort of like office work you right. know just like, like typing in forms or anything so I was like well I like art I can you know do, do art as a career like you know like pe people I know are doing this mm -hmm. it's a possibility like why not shoot for that so yeah that's <laughs> that's 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 how it all went <laughs> you know what that's valid more than anything else I mean trust me not everyone is, not everyone needs an NPC job to put it bluntly um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but it's like you know like for example I work in a warehouse right now I mm -hmm. would love to be working in the arts rather than working at a warehouse. <laughs> so yeah. I totally get that. I totally understand mm -hmm. where you're coming from. Do you remember some of like the first pieces of art or maybe some of the first artists that really like grabbed your attention and made you want to lean towards an art career? Oh, it was, oh, oh there was, there was like, there's like this group of like webcomic artists. I discovered okay. like when I was like 15 or so around the time I joined Twitter. Okay. So like, like 20 like 2013 or so there was like this they were like in their early 20s just like you know doing doing freelance art and i and I, I remember like seeing that because i was i was in high school all the time and i was just you know just thinking of like what i can do and it's and like i see that and they're, they're having like so much fun and i was like oh my god like that looks like so much fun like i want to do that too. <laughs> i mean that's absolutely so, yeah <laughs> I'll yeah. say, do you remember any of those web comics or any of the artists like off the top of your head? Like, is there any that like just sticks out? Be like, if it wasn't for this particular comic or this particular artist, I wouldn't be the artist I am today. Oh, um, there's obvious answer. There is Cucumber Quest. Okay. There is by uh GGDG. There is Monster Kind by Taylor C. There is Monster Pulse by um what was her name i think it's magnolia something i i can't can't remember their name okay um and just 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 so it's just so so many more i, I can't think of off the top of my head but those but those are the three that, that usually come to mind you know, when that, i think about uh, inspirations yeah and you know that's valid and i i appreciate the fact that especially as someone yourself trying to make web comics obviously it makes sense that like web comics would be like a foundation for you and your art yeah. or whatnot what was mm -hmm. it about web comics that just like 
grabbed you in when it comes to art and such because i mean obviously you know you can attest to this or you can correct me if i'm wrong the possibilities are endless when it comes to web comics like it, it yeah it has to be like I, I imagine like for you wanting to be in this art world seeing more or less the freedom that came with web comics that had to have been like a driving force if nothing oh, else. oh yeah you could Wait, what was the question? I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I was gonna say the, the the question was what was it about web comics that more or less like creatively got you going? Oh, it's just like you're able to like draw and tell a story at the same time. And me being like and me like being a storyteller and being an artist, it's like like those those two go hand in hand. Like I can do this. <laughs> I mean you you're can, not wrong. Like, you can just you can just do whatever you want with webcomics. Like, like there, like there are like no limits. Well, obviously, like you know, you gotta you gotta take care of your hand and body. You yeah. know, there there are those, but it's just like the storytelling aspect. You're not limited to like, um, like like in a like like in a studio or like a publisher. Like you can't look at this. You can't put that. Obviously, I think it's it's important to you know like like be sensitive. You know, obviously, if something could be triggering to someone, you should you know obviously add that. Absolutely. You know, like hey, like this is like like this is going to happen. Like like be be aware of this if if this upsets you. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I just got to say, like, I like you talk about like especially like the freedom compared to like studios or whatnot. Like it, it I both love and hate that because like i love that i love that what you're talking about is absolutely correct i hate how correct you are though because <laughs> like i'm thinking of like show i'm thinking of shows like you know for example like uh like the owl house or whatnot like you know the mm -hmm. fact that they could tell they could probably tell a million different stories if they really wanted to but because of studio meddling or whatnot they can only push out like so much sadly and mm -hmm. like with webcomics, yeah. especially if you're going out on your own, like just telling the story you want, you can tell as long or as short of a story you are. You can take as long as you need to 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 tell that story more or less. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's you can create just about any character that you can, that you want. You can implement whatever kind of dynamic that you want to implement. Mm -hmm. it, it, at the end of the day, it's it's your it's your clay to mold what story you want to tell. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what I love about comics. It's just, it's it's fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Is there any web comics right? I don't know how up to date you are with web comics or whatnot. I don't know if, how often you keep going back. But is there any that are like right now, just like it absolutely blows your mind that people are creating these stories through web comics? Oh, there's this comic I love. It's called Star Trip by uh, Giselle Weaver. Okay. Oh my god, it's it's a uh, um. It's it's a it's a it's a sci-fi space travel story about this this girl named Jazz who wants to escape her life on Earth. So she like makes a deal with an alien and like leaves Earth. Hmm. And it's just there are so many like twists and turns. But it's also <laughs> there's there's so many like twists and turns in the story. But it's also like slice of life. So it's like it can be it can be really cozy sometimes. I I I love that webcomic. I can't wait for it to to um update again. <laughs> I can it's, only imagine. It's, it's, it's currently on hiatus, but I'm I'm looking forward to like how the how the story develops and you know the ending because that's 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 coming up pretty soon. I I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I'm glad you brought up that webcomic because that kind of leads into another question that I have because, at least based on like that alone and based on some of the aesthetics that you like to go with when it comes to your profile and stuff like that, you seem to have this weird obsession with space just in general, the, out, yeah. the final frontier, <laughs> the great outer wilds or whatnot. <laughs> what is it about space that creatively gets you going? 
face is just pretty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Now, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know what it is about space. Like, like I've been, I've been a space kid since space kid. Yes, L- literally space kid. I've, I've been into space since I was, since I was a kid. I remember like. Just I remember being like like in in science classes like in school I would always look forward to like when we would talk about space because it interested me the most <laughs> I think it's because like space is so like different and it's it's so different from what we're used to and it's like it's the unknown like I think I, there's there's just like different possibilities with space mm-hmm. and it's just. Oh my god! It's and it's also it's also it's it's really pretty. Like I, I love space so much. <laughs> uh, once again, you're not wrong. It is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I, I it just reminds me. What was it? There was a time when I was in, I went to school for filmmaking, and there was a film mm-hmm. that uh, me and my classmates made to where like for on the to we did some on location uh, filming at like one of my friends uh, log cabin up in the mountains out in like the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere. And <gasps> I don't know if you've ever seen the night sky on top of a mountain away from society and oh, everything. Oh my God. Yes, I have actually. As <laughs> one of the most gorgeous things ever. Oh my God. I have, I have, I have a story. Go um, for it. Go for it. <laughs> I have, I have a story. So, so uh, in sixth grade, um, our class and some other like classes went to like this this week long camp okay uh sort of i want to say it was like the first week of like january and one of the first hikes we did it was called the night hike Ooh. and so we had to hike we had to hike from our cabins to like this location somewhere in like the redwood forest um i don't i don't know exactly where it was i know that it was it was near it was near san jose that's all i know mm. it was it was near san jose because i remember like when, when we got to location our our like guide pointed out like oh hey that's that's san jose like over there like like that's the like san jose um but i remember like getting to that like, clearing and looking up at the sky and just seeing like millions of stars oh it was so pretty oh my oh, god yes. it was so beautiful <laughs> It was so pretty. <laughs> Just seeing all the stars when, uh, on average, like you see, like maybe yeah. a couple hundred or whatnot, like so sparsely spread out. But being away from like society for a little bit, just looking up and seeing yeah. everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's so beautiful. I need to go back up to the mountains at some point. Like I, I yeah, I, I'll tell you what, I, I will get a cabin. I will get a bunch of like the people that have had the podcast or whatnot, and we'll just spend a week oh just my like God, going, that'd be so exciting. just 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 being out there, just enjoying ourselves a little bit. Just just enjoying nature, admiring the beauty that it is. Like just uh, <laughs> instead of a desert island, I should just tell people you're going to a cabin in the mountains in the middle of nowhere. What are you bringing with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh um, goodness! I mean, again, like especially you were talking about when it came to just space and like the the possibilities. I mean, it's literally for all that we know, like infinite at this point. So the possibilities mm-hmm. of what could be out there and what scenarios could be available, especially like creatively, are probably beyond definite all right yeah uh, oh yeah i know a good way you are trying to do that is to, with some of your own web comics as well mm-hmm. and i think i just might as well just go ahead and start with probably the one you've i guess mostly completed or the one that you have completed at this point and that is a dream come true um oh yeah. <laughs> oh I, I want to know a little bit about this uh for those who don't know what i'm talking about how would you describe a dream come true 
a dream come true it was it was like it was it was a a, a test web comic about my character chris mm-hmm. uh for for uh, a note uh my character chris is not named after me i named um... him chris years before I chose that name. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, see, I would, um, I'm not going to lie because one of the questions I did have is would you consider Chris more or less a self-insert yourself? But you know. it, it all, he, he almost is, but he was sort of his own character. I think okay. like as I started developing, it was like it was it's sort of became a self-insert, but not exactly. Okay. Um, yeah. So so A Dream Come True, it's basically about this 13-year-old. His name is Chris. Mm-hmm. And he wants to explore space and it's 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 a little silly because it's like because like this because like this this alien from like a different planet comes down with like a starship and she's like you want this and he's like yeah i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) that's 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 literally the whole comic it was it was it was more so like uh, a test bombing just just to like get like my feet wet right pretty much um yeah, I can't. I can't say that story is canon anymore. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, I might. I might have. I might have to rework it a little bit. But. Um, but yeah, that's that's essentially what Dream Come True was. He just he was like, oh, I want to go to space. <laughs> uh, you, you get, here's here's a starship. Like here you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you know what? There are uh, a lot simpler ways of you know trying to get people to space rather than just plot convenience. But you know what? We'll we'll say that for another time. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> no, I, what exactly? How did this concept even come to you in the first place? Hmm. I think. I think I think uh, the the way I was thinking about it is that like I wanted to do like a test web comic, but like okay. I just I just actually 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 um 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 it came from actually I think it came from a story. It was it was like a a short story I wrote when I was about like sixteen or okay. so. Okay. I think I think that's where it came from, and I just I wanted to like make like a short web comic just to get my feet wet just to see what it was like you know test the waters see if you know like like um like what what i can improve on what can i eliminate because like web comics you know long form there's there's like a reason why people always say like make your web comics short or don't go too detailed because you can get burned out really quickly so i was just trying to think of like you know like like test the waters and just see like okay like what can i change what can i add like what is what is okay to keep so that's essentially what Dream Come True is. Just just a test. <laughs> yeah. Just to kind of, if nothing else, like I said, it was a test comic for you to see if you could truly do this even in the first place. You yeah. See if you could mm-hmm. wanted to go all in with this and truly go forward with this. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, that, mm-hmm. that makes sense. I mean, everyone's got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Always, yeah. And if I do may say, though, even though you say it was more or less a test comic, I just got to say more than anything else, some of the details that you had with that story, some of the, uh, the the amazing character designs and the amazing backgrounds you had to go with that stuff, like, you really nailed it more than anything else. Like, I love the aesthetic Thank that you. you brought forward with that comic. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Like, uh, one of my favorite things about, like, just world building is just, like, like being, like, like world building and being an artist 
you can just make anything you want. Yep. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. There's so many possibilities. Like, okay, well, I have this in my mind. I, I can just draw it. Like, this is what I want it to look like. <laughs> and boy, yeah. did you draw it more than anything else. <laughs> I especially love, like, the, the, if I could be honest, like, the spaceship that you had set up or whatnot. Like, it just looks, like, just a million times, like, cool. Like, that you set up for oh, this or whatnot. You. Like, I, like, I'm not saying I want to own a spaceship. But if I had the opportunity to have that spaceship ship give me it like i'll take it I'll oh do it. my god I'll, i'm glad <laughs> i'll do whatever maintenance i need to I'll, I'll learn alien tech just to make sure i have a cool spaceship like that, 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 that that's all i'm saying <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> and like i know you kind of said it was more or less non-canon or whatnot when it comes to certain things but I, i'll just go ahead and say that it, you said this was a test comic but i imagine this was a test comic for what could potentially be your main story the thing that you want to create bring to life that at least knows that it was at least work in progress. Star Quest. Um, oh yes. Uh. <laughs> since you kind of said it was more or less not canon, how are these two stories connected? Like, is more or less like a dream come true, somewhat of a prequel for Star Quest? Yeah. Um. Um. In Star Quest, the main character Chris, he is seventeen. Mm -hmm. And in Dream Come True, he was 13. So there is a four-year difference between the two comics. Yeah, <laughs> there's there, there's there's a... So Dream Come True takes place in the past, and Star Quest takes place in the future. Okay. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And now, again, for people that might be curious on, again, what in the world I am talking about, because in fact that, like we said, is a work-in-progress comic, more or less, how would mm -hmm. you describe Star Quest? Star Quest is a fantasy and sci-fi adventure comic about a group of alien teens trying to save the universe basically because an evil god has broken out of their seal somehow and they are going to fuck up the universe literally like it's it's urgent like they need to get them back into the seal before they fuck it up <laughs> you don't want this to happen again <laughs> We have to stop so, yeah, it. We, we have to stop a, a rampaging, destructive god from destroying the universe. That's eh, just an average Wednesday at this point, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever whatever days are out there in space. Because I don't think they would go with the 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 Earthian seven days for all I know. But I, I, it, it's not my story. You can say whatever you want. Um, <laughs> no, that it's incredible. And I, like I said, you know, you were kind of saying that, like, you know. Uh, a dream come true was more or less in the past. I imagine, like, again, a dream come true more or less was probably, a, you can correct me if I'm wrong, would you say that was the foundation for what StarQuest will eventually be? Uh, let's see. What it could be. It, yeah, yeah, I could, uh, yeah, I, I could, I could say, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know you said, like, you know, Chris alone is probably, like, you know, the, uh, a major similarity, obviously, being the, the main mm -hmm. person that you focus in on. But, I mean, I imagine, like, especially with some of the storytelling aspects and kind of the the environment that you were creating with the Dream Country. Again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I imagine, like I said, that was more or less, like, if that was the test comic, StarQuest is going to be in full gear what the vision mm -hmm. you want come to life. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, even I could I could even say the same about Caltonia because Caltonia mm -hmm. is is also a test comic, but um, it's more so like taking what I learned from a dream come true mm. to it's it's more so like taking what I learned from a dream come true, but it's also like it's Caltonia is 
it's supposed it's supposed to be shorter than Star Quest. It, I don't want it to be too long, right? <laughs> which right. is why which is why a lot of chapters they aren't more than like twenty or thirty pages. Like it's 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 really it's really short. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say you say it's short, but then you also say twenty and thirty pages. Something doesn't add up. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, with web comics, you know, obviously you, you gotta make you gotta make your stuff short. Yeah. And, um, I don't. I didn't. I didn't. And because I know, like, when I hear from like other web comic creators, like their 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 chapters, like they're they're long, and oftentimes they often get burnt out. And I, because I knew that when I when I start Caltonia, I want to be able to finish it. So, a lot of times I have to like 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 cut out like like scenes that aren't like like. Oh, like obviously I want like scenes where um you get to you get to know the characters, but also like I kinda have to like cut them out like just like like mostly like for, for like my own health. Cause mm-hmm. I because obviously I don't I don't want I don't want to burn out. Like I, I want I want to see like the story to like kill its end. Um That's valid. Yeah. That's very valid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because burnout really does like yeah, it, burnout it, sucks. It, it, it just ru- it just ruins everything more or less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, I. It, what were you gonna say? I said you go oh, on because otherwise yeah, I was, I was gonna, gonna say. The conversation um, <laughs> um, I was gonna say. Um, it always it always just it just makes me sad when I hear people like you know my favorite artists or friends who are just burnt out. It's just like man, it sucks. I I feel for them yeah. every time. You know, it makes me sad. Like. Especially, especially with all, especially knowing the amount of time and effort that some of those incredible artists are putting into their stuff, or more or less, like it's it's both horrible to see that burnout is happening, but also like sometimes with some of them, especially with how much they put into their stuff, it's understandable why they have burnout. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta um, like like know your limits. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And we'll definitely divulge a lot into Caltonia for a second, but mm-hmm. I did want to go back just just a hair because there was something that you said that I meant to ask sooner. You were saying that especially with StarQuest or whatnot, it was and with Caltonia, it was taking the stuff that you learned from a dream come true and applying it to these stuff. So I have to ask, like obviously as the test comic of a dream come true, what did you learn from that experience and how are you applying it going forward? Uh, I need a better buffer. <laughs> so uh, a, a buffer is a buffer is like like completed webcomic pages mm-hmm. that are ready to go. So like so like let's say it's it's um so like often I would sometimes I would see like it's good to have like a buffer for like twenty ish pages or mm-hmm. like a chapter. It's it's be like like even like even like before you start your webcomic, it's always good to have like a good buffer, like just in case something happens or like you miss or you miss or like in, in case like something happens or like, you know, um, you're you're too busy and you're not able to work on your comic, you can still, you know, put out updates because you have like that really good buffer. So, you know, 20 pages, that could, that could be like, how many months could that be? Uh, let's see about five five-ish months if you're updating like maybe once a month so yeah, yeah you know yeah you know it's, it's always good to have a good buffer um this might be a me thing but um i think um i focus on color a lot and i think um it's important for me to know how things are uh what the base colors of something is so like 
for like certain locations, I need to know like what this, I need to like concept art. Um, I need to know what the colors is of like this tree or this building before I dive into flats. Because there, because like when I was doing Dream Come True, there were many times where like I just didn't know like what the color was going to be. So I would spend like all this time trying to like figure out um, like what these colors were. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I remember like that tripping me up a lot. Um, thumbnails is one. I did do thumbnails, but they weren't colored and it just tripped me up a lot <laughs> Fair, um, um let me see uh i said concept art concept art is very important yeah um i believe that's it i can't think just a buffer and concept art um yeah that's about it i mean those are good lessons I, learned more than anything else mm-hmm. i think i think for a dream country i had i had a 10 page buffer Okay. Uh, which which it, it's not bad, but I was also updating two times a week, ah, and yeah. and that that went by really quick. And I think when it went out, I think I put out like two or pages before I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think uh, also uh, being more loose ah, with your art. There you go. Being being more loose with your art is important. Yeah, don't spend too much time on one panel um also for panels uh it's also good to put like gradients in patterns you know like it doesn't have to be like a like a fully fledged background you can just put like a gradient and be done with it uh it doesn't have to be fully shaded you know you can have some unshaded moments you know it's it's not it's not gonna hurt it's okay to do it <laughs> so, sometimes depending yeah. on what the situation is like having a simple background or a simple gradient or whatnot tells a story a million times more effective than a mm-hmm. fully detailed background mm-hmm. yeah like i can imagine like especially, mm-hmm. especially if like two people are arguing or whatnot like if something like that is going on having just like the gradients like showing more or less the intensity of the situation that's very effective oh yeah yeah, um, you know, like like if you have a scene where two characters are talking, it doesn't need to be fully shaded. I'm, although I am kind of guilty of doing that in Caltonia. Sometimes, <laughs> so, sometimes, sometimes I will fully shade. I'm like, oh, it doesn't have to look like this. I can just leave it. I can just leave it flat. The color doesn't doesn't matter. Um, but like, um, with with more like important scenes, or like maybe like um, like establishing scenes where you have like you know uh, like like a a building or or. So and, and like like any sort any sort of background, I think you know you, you can shade it. it. Doesn't, but you know it's 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 your comic. You can you can do whatever you want, whatever works for you. Yeah, and again, like mm-hmm. these are all incredible lessons that you're certainly applying to your future works, mm-hmm. especially Star Quest, like we were talking about. Um, I <laughs> I have to know, like at least with this one, I know this one is at least a good while away before we really get to see like the fruits of that yeah. later, more or less. Mm-hmm. But I have to know how excited are you to be able to tell this story whenever the opportunity comes to be oh my god i am so excited i was actually <laughs> working on the script earlier today hey there you go <laughs> I, was actually, I was actually working on it right today like ah uh, like when i started reworking star quest around the end of last year there was there was sort of this low where i kind of didn't know what i wanted to do with it okay i was sort of like because because star quest is star quest is a very old story it's, it's like 11 years old i think I created it in, in I created it in 2011, and it's been like through like this this sort of like up and down, changing, changing, changing all the time. Mm-hmm. And when I finally like 
came up with something that I liked in 2021, I was like, I'm excited to get started. Like, I cannot wait to tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta wait because it's it's not done yet. Right, it's, right. It still needs so it still needs a lot of time. Yeah. Hey. N- at the end of the day, like you were the one that's going to be telling this story. You need to make sure mm-hmm. that you take the time and effort whenever you can apply it to make sure that is the story that you truly want to put out there. Because I can mm-hmm. only imagine, especially just hearing the excitement in your voice, just mentioning this right now. <laughs> I can tell that this is going to be a story like nothing else, like nothing we've ever uh, heard of before. I can't wait. <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes I always catch myself like, man, I'm just going to start Star Quest like right now. Right. But I'm like, no, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> And you know what? again, yeah. fair, fair. I mm-hmm. I have to ask, whenever the opportunity does come around, what should the audience expect when it comes to StarQuest? Mm-hmm. I think, um, hmm, let me see. I think, um, I think the audience, I think if they were like, if they are Kirby fans, I think I think they'll like StarQuest because okay. StarQuest is heavily influenced. Actually, actually, the uh, entire universe is, is heavily is heavily influenced by uh, the, the Kirby series. Okay, I, Good I, start. Love, I love I love, I love the Kirby aesthetic. Um, some like comedy, some sort of like slice of life stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's whatever whatever goes. It's 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 an adventure and sci fi comic. Expect expect like world building. If if you're if you're a fantasy actually it's it's i want to say it would be more fantasy more fantasy because like there's there's magic in it okay it's, it's more it's more fantasy than sci-fi for I mean, sci-fi i mean, I I mean would, there's a genre called sci-fi fantasy or at least there's mm-hmm. like the blend of that so it makes sense there um for sci-fi it's definitely not hard sci-fi it's not right. it's not like it's not it's not, <laughs> it's not star sci-fi. trek think, it's not star trek rules basically yeah it's it's not it's not star trek rules um it's definitely on on the on the looser side because like the rules of space like that we know and what you see in hard sci-fi media it does not apply to star <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's sort of like it's, it's sort of like me going well, i don't like those rules get rid of them <laughs> <laughs> it's just like do we have yeah. to do we have to let's see we need to have a certain amount of gravity for certain places we need to make sure that there's a yeah. plenty of realism da, da, da. <laughs> one second who, yeah. wrote, who wrote this rule book throw that away let's yeah. get moving on <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i know that i'm certainly excited to to see the fruits of that labor but before i really get i say before we actually get that comic we actually have another one that you're developing that's actually right around the corner um mm-hmm. depending <laughs> you know depending on when this is this will either be released because this is releasing in september but this is either going to be released or it's mm-hmm. going to be passed or it's slowly coming up to it but you have a webcomic that's coming out really 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 soon that we talked about a little bit yep. caltonia um, yes oh, my little my fun little mystery club comic <laughs> once again i will ask for people who may not know what exactly in the world we're talking about how would you describe caltonia Caltonia is a mystery slice of life slash uh it's it's a slice of life turned into a mystery comic. So like I wanna say like the first like mm, the first like two to three chapters are like slice of life and then like the rest of that it's sort of like slowly like turns into a mystery comic. Okay. So basically in 
in this in this city called called Caltonia, um, it's it's like it's a it's a it's it's a bustling city, mm-hmm. and um, it's the year it takes place it takes place in like the distant future, but it's supposed to be it's supposed to be reminiscent of the early nineties, and often. Okay. When I when I when I when I would compare when I would compare like a year to it, it would be 1994. So, um, so like these like these this group of kids are starting to notice like something like funny happening in the city. So basically, like all their like their family, their friends, and their peers are like disappearing, and they don't know like what's happening. And so like they decided to look into it, and they they find some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it gets it gets dark. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. A, it gets a, it gets pretty messed up. <laughs> a nice little calm, casual story going into the dark and decrepit. Give me more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask. Obviously, with such an interesting concept and a completely different group of characters and whatnot, how did this concept come to you? What made what urged you to actually tell this story? So, um, Caltonia is heavily influenced by Splatoon, but it's also influenced by the X-Files. Okay. And is there, I think there's one more influence. Give me, wait, give, give me one second. Take your time. Um, because I, I, I know I, I know I wrote it down somewhere. I just, I just gotta say, oh. like, this is kind of casually joking about it or whatnot, but a group of teenagers looking into some sort of mystery. I assume Scooby Doo has something to do with this. It's not, it's not, it's not Scooby Doo, but um, it was actually the the uh, the mystery aspect is inspired by the X Files because I think when I was coming up with the concepts, mm-hmm. um, when I was coming up like when I was coming up like to it like be like being a mystery that I, I was i was binge watching the x-files around that time okay so like 2019 2020 is when i was like binge watching the x-files and that's what like got me into the mystery aspect and, you know the x-files being more of a 90s thing i was like hmm i like this and you know splat splatoon um have heavily influenced the character designs and uh a little a, li- a little bit a little bit of the uh the the, the story which um, it it'll it'll be noticeable like later in like later in the story you, you'll see it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You'll see it. You'll see it. <laughs> if if you if you play Splatoon two, uh, Octo expansion, I think I think you might know like like where the story the story might go. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna spoil anything, but like just just to, just to, like give people an idea, yeah. like it's it's gonna it's gonna get dark. It's, a, it's like for those that do know, wink wink. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then what was the other influence that? You, that- uh, you had with this? Oh, uh, on the site it says uh, '80s and '90s aesthetics. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I know that there was, I knew there was something else because yeah, uh, it takes place in like night. It takes place in a pseudo uh, ni- 1994. So all the characters are wearing like things that are are, are reminiscent of the '90s, early '90s. Okay. So yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's fair and that's valid. I mean, even then, like just that little like group right there, like having a blend of that and pouring out this wonderful web comic of a story or whatnot you have me intrigued you have me interested oh i'm <laughs> glad it, I, yeah it, it makes me happy like <laughs> yeah i i, I just love i i know this probably isn't gonna be how the story is gonna go or whatnot but you're saying that influenced by x files i'm just now imagining like a reverse x files now at this point because one of those like obviously these are aliens set in like a far off planet so like what if it's like yo are humans out there i want to believe <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> uh, no, but like, never, I, sorry, go on. Oh, I was actually gonna say one of the characters in the comic. 
actually I, I i like like in their room they actually do have like uh a poster like in their room that says i i want to believe with like a ufo <laughs> because like because they're they're really into like mysteries and cryptids and i was like they probably watched the X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever their versions of the X-Files is in that universe or whatnot. The, the, the Z- Y-Files. The Z-Files. <laughs> the y- the y- no, I love the Y-Files. <laughs> it's like the Y-Files. Why are these people disappearing? Um, <laughs> no, I just, I, especially if we're going to do like the reversal thing or whatnot, like it's I want to believe, but it's actually like an RV, not a UFO that's like abducting people or whatnot. <laughs> Oh, uh, there you go. But I, I, I'm already loving like just the concept and like the influence that's going into this or whatnot. Like, especially again with the little teases that I've been getting here and there or whatnot. You know, from, yeah, from like you know the Twitter or the official website or whatnot, the cardio, I guess. Um, but it's incredible like what you've been able to present so far, and I especially like again, I love like the aesthetic that you're pushing forward or whatnot. Like, again, what is it about, like, this story, or especially, like, the aesthetic or whatnot? What made you, like, really want to tell this story? It's, it's, it's the, it's, it's the ending. When, when you find out who was behind all of this stuff, that's what makes me excited. It's, it's okay. the, res- it's, it's the resolution. <laughs> okay. It has one of my favorite characters uh, I'm not spoiling anything, but it's one of my favorite characters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd hope you would not go ahead and spoil the ending before it's even released. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to. It's very hard, but I'm not going to because I think, I think, it, I think it'll be worth it. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm certainly excited. I imagine, like, again, with a story that you've probably invested a lot of time and effort into, I can only imagine, like, mm-hmm. taking your audience down on this weird and twisted road that goes, mm-hmm. you know, dark and interesting on so many different aspects or whatnot like i can only imagine how excited you are to tell this story probably at the same level if not more than star quest oh i'm 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 very very excited to tell both star quest because it's it's the aesthetic and just how mm-hmm. like I've been developing the story for like over like over a decade. I'm, I'm like, oh, wow. like I'm I'm finally gonna tell it. Like yes, <laughs> it's finally happening. <laughs> I've I've why this happened since I was like since I was a teenager. Like oh my god, it's happening. <laughs> it's like that story, and then of course you got Caltonia uh, with again the story that you developed for that one and like the aesthetic for that one as well. Like I can only imagine like. Yeah, it, I'm excited. It's, like it. it's a it's a fun. I'm not gonna say side quest because obviously this isn't like a one off. Like you get 20 pages and there's the end of it. But like a fun little like additional story mm-hmm. or whatnot. That I imagine yeah, I get, yeah. you're excited to tell. Mm-hmm. Very very. Yeah. And I can't wait. <laughs> once again, for those again for those that might be intrigued or whatnot, what what should they expect from Caltonia when the time comes? Lots of thinking. Mm. Lots of like pay attention to the foreshadowing and all the little clues that I will just drop drop throughout the story. I think it's 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 a mystery. So like I want people to like like just think think hard. Just just think hard about like what what like what are what are you going to find at the end of the road based based on what you see here. That's what that's what. I hope from the audience. <laughs> there you go. So basically you're hoping that your audience is able to, to have some fun trying to figure out this mm-hmm. puzzle. Trying yeah. To, trying like, to... like a, like a, like a, like a treasure hunt scavenger hunt. 
Yeah, sca- that, that seems about right. Yeah, scavenger hunt seems about right. Yeah, just kind of one of those like the things are there. You just gotta see if people or would I spy be like a good comparison in that case? Like the stuff is there, you just have to pay attention and find it. Yeah, yeah, close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's something along the lines of that. Either way, mm-hmm. fun story. That's all we should expect at the end. Of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I know I'm certainly excited for that, and I'm excited to just like see all these stories you developed or whatnot. But in the midst of developing all these stories and developing these web comics or whatnot, you found the time to divulge to streaming and VTubing as well, which is yeah. which is something <laughs> that I'm certainly intrigued by. How? What exactly intrigued you about going into streaming in the first place? Streaming has I streaming has always been fun for me. Okay. I like I like just, you know, just just sitting down just with some friends, you know, and just just playing some games, just just having like a chill good time. I've been I've I've been streaming on and off since 2016. Oh wow. Back when back with remember uh livestream.com, remember that? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I I have not personally used it, but I have heard the legend of it, so <laughs> yeah, that was that was something I used. I would do I would do art I would do art streams okay. most of the time. Art streams, no mic, just you know, just me and John and some music and some friends in the chat, you know. Just just, just really chill. I started with live stream and then I switched to Picardo around 2020 and i think like that's when i started like because i I remember like i remember in 2020 a lot of the people that i followed were getting into vtubing around the time Uh, and um i think at the time i uh, i was i was a little nervous about having like my like my voice out there you know just 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 being more out there except you know just like that's not like text on a screen and um i but um i did i did get into like uh like some like some art streams off the cardo and then like the next year uh sometime around i think it was around this time i think when was my 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 uh my stream anniversary was like the night was the 19th of this month okay uh, i actually intend i i actually intend to stream that day but i think i was just feeling really tired i just did, i didn't end up doing it Fair uh, so which sucks but you know things happen um that was my first like stream as a VTuber. I think I did, I did do a test stream, uh, in July twenty twenty one when I was trying to like test out like the mic and the noise suppression, um, and you know it was just it was just really chill. But twenty twenty one is when I started getting into it, and it, honestly, it just looked fun. Like, cause I you know I would see my friends streaming, they looked like they were having like a lot of fun. I was like, oh, that looks fun too. Like. You know, and with and with VTubing, um, um, so now before before VTubing, people often had a webcam, and I'm not uh, comfortable having like my face, like my like the actual face, like out there, like that that makes me nervous. So VTubing is like is like a really good way to like have your face out there, but it's not actually you; it's just a it's just a persona. Right. And I I love I love that idea. Like you know, you can make your little like a little sona. You know, it's it's a stand in for you. Like that that sounds like so much fun there you go so yeah that's 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 what got me into streaming yeah do you remember some of the first vtubers that really like intrigued you whether it be like their the their persona they portrayed or like their personality or whatnot that made you want to also take that as the opportunity for you oh oh, oh there was uh one of the first vtubers i came by was big nose bug 
Okay. Yeah. There you go. Vignos Bugs was one of the first VTubers I came by when I was starting to get into, and there was also like Vapor Bobble and Octocopy. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also Onsta Monsta and uh, Comet the Sheep. Okay. Were, yes. Was, yes. Yes. Evan. <laughs> Evan was uh one one of the few that I knew about before I before I got into uh VTubing. Hey, yeah. I, was gonna, I was gonna say I've had comment on this podcast as well. I've had Evan on this podcast. Yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> Evan, if you're listening to this, you were wonderful. Loved you. I, I yes, agreed. I, I love your stuff, dude. I, I I'm excited for Lumi. I'm excited for Lumi. Oh my god, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. It, I, I get so so excited every time I get updates. <laughs> oh my god, I know, right? And like, I especially like, I imagine comment is probably a good influence with that. But I imagine with all these different VTubers that. Uh, you know, understanding that you know you can create your own persona. I imagine that led to the persona that I'm currently talking to the face of right now. Um, hey, yes, Nebby. <laughs> how, how, how did Nebby come to you? Like how how did you develop Nebby? So Nebby was a Sona. They were actually named Nebu at first, and I mm-hmm. created them in 2019. Okay. Um, funny enough, if you uh, you know uh, Roshan Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, Nebby's original design looks very similar to uh, Roshan's design. They <laughs> they used to be they used to be a uh, 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 Nebula cloud wearing a sweater, and they okay. have and they have like had had a, had a little tail. Um, and then in 2021, the design it didn't it didn't feel like it fit me. So okay. I read so I I redesigned them, and um, I think at that time they still had the name Nebby. So I think it was January 2021 is when I redesigned Nebby. And when redesigning them, I was trying to like go with something um, that I liked. Mm -hmm. So they were uh, an alien and I gave them like clothes that like I actually I actually wore. So like so Nebby's initial design, like I have I have the sweater, although it's it's not it's not like uh yellow orange and purple it's actually like blue and orange okay and it has like it has like these like little black squiggles on it it's it's <laughs> it's a it's a it's a it's a really cute sweater I, I i really enjoyed wearing that and um they have the sweater and then the the yellow backpack which i i actually i actually own that backpack actually there you uh, go. they have the uh, yellow shorts and then there was the black leggings and the and the shoes the shoes are actually yellow oh, in real life okay. but um but I I think I think in the design they're they're actually they were actually like like a, a reddish orange okay. and that was mostly that was mostly just to just to balance out the colors a little bit so yeah Nevi's uh, original design is clothes I actually own <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean it, uh, it's a good uh, it's always nice to go with what you know more or less <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, like, if I may say so, I absolutely love the design of Nebby. Like, especially, like, just oh, thank you. The, the aesthetic that you try to go for with Nebby or whatnot. And just, like, the it, it is one of, how should I put this? Like, I, every time I see that model, or I, even if it's just a PNG or whatnot, I cannot get enough of it. Like, it is absolutely oh, adorable. Glad. So, there you go. I'm really, I'm really, really glad people love Nebby. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, Funny enough. I'm sorry. Uh, you go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry for interrupting you. No, no, no. Hey, just me. Uh, Perfectly fine. <laughs> but funny enough, their name was going to be Nebby. Mm. But I changed I changed it to Nebu at the last second because in Pokemon Sun and Moon, Lily's Cosmog is named Nebby. And I wanted to avoid confusion. Mm. 
But then, like, eventually, I was just like, fuck, their name is Nebby now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, e- either way, when yeah. I, you know, again, hey, a name is just a name. At the end of the day, the design that we got and, you know, especially your personality yeah. match up with it, chef's kiss. Absolutely marvelous, yeah. if I do say so myself. I was, like, mm-hmm. I, was, I was just like, man, their, their, their name was going to be Nebby. I might just, you know, just always name Nebby, you know. <laughs> they're, they're distinct from each other. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the end of the day, like, again, it's your character. You do what you want, especially if it's someone mm-hmm. that's supposed to represent you and you were doing a wonderful job out there whenever you do get the opportunity to stream to, like, really, like, have some fun with your streams or whatnot. Like, I can only imagine, especially now that you have that opportunity to have, you know, Nebby represent you and whatnot, like, it must be, like, relieving and fun to be able to to go all in with VTubing. Oh, my God. It's so much fun. <laughs> I, I, I love, like, whenever I do VTubing, I, I enjoy it. It does. It does make me tired, but 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 I but I'm always like, man, I had such a great day today. I had such a, <laughs> I, had, I had so much fun VTubing. Like like yesterday when I was doing this this breakfast with Roya, mm-hmm. I was having so much fun. Like oh, I I love VTubing and just like just hanging out and playing games. Like it's it's such a it's such a good time. Hell yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Can you think of a moment or a stream that you've had that? Uh, if you were to present it to someone who is like, well, what is your streams about or whatnot? Like you could present them this particular moment or this particular stream and be like, this is what you expect. If you want to watch more of my stuff. <laughs> what, what came to mind was, uh, there was this scene, there's this clip when I was playing wander song. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was playing wander song and there was this NPC that asked, that asked you, uh, how many like it, it was some something about coffee beans and they <laughs> oh my god it, it's 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 still it still makes me laugh to this day because like there was because like i i went i went into like a laughing fit because it was just so ridiculous and just so funny <laughs> um so basically they they asked like how many coffee beans do you want and i kept like saying yes and i kept like going up to them talking to them saying yes and the, the amount kept increasing and i just I just didn't know why that was so funny to me. <laughs> I I went into like a laughing fit because I was like, this is so ridiculous. I don't know why I'm laughing so hard. So, um, yeah, that. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. I, mm-hmm. I, I imagine like not only is that one that more or less defines your streams, that sounds just like a favorite moment just in general that you've had with yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. a, it's amazing the entertainment you can create yourself with just a simple click of a button of yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, streaming is so much fun <laughs> there you go I, I mean i i would like to hope so especially with the like yeah. said, the, the stuff that you've been able to present or whatnot like it's just it's a fun stream being able to sit down and watch your stuff or whatnot and like thinking yeah. thinking of the streaming aspect that you've had especially with like yeah words come back to me they they, they were starting to, <laughs> they were starting to get a little bit jumpy ahead before my brain could process what i was trying to ask uh, <laughs> no but like with the streams that you've had, with all the stuff that you've been involved with, the the people that you've met along the way, the 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 comics and the incredible art you've been able to push out there, like I imagine, like for you, you correct me if I'm wrong, but does it amaze you more or less the journey that you have been on since you've gone all in with art? Oh my god! When I look back, sometimes I'm sometimes I'm surprised. Um, because like, I've because like when um i don't i don't think about the present moment but when i look back i'm like oh my god i did that (laughs) hello (laughs) it's 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 almost like um when i look back to last year where i did like 
it's it's similar to uh like with all of these illustrations i did mm-hmm. like last year because i'm just like i did that like oh my <laughs> god like what <laughs> hello <laughs> what was i doing like oh my god i did this <laughs> So uh, yeah, a, a lot of times when I look back, it does it does amaze me like like what's what's happened thus far. Do you yeah. have do you have a I don't know if it's the illustrations, but do you have a particular moment or a, a particular time to where you've had to step back and just be like, oh my goodness, I, this is like I guess more or less what would you consider like your most surreal moment since you've been along this journey? I want to say it's it it's this year because I was okay. like. Cause like sometimes I look back and I'm just like, oh my god, hello. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I see all the art I've done with all like uh with all like all the uh you know I- ideas I've had, oh my god, I I have an <laughs> insane amount of ideas uh that I that aren't public, but when I look at like you know my old like Google Drive folders with all these story and world building ideas, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> I can only so imagine. <laughs> I, say, yeah. I, I can only imagine that, especially like I said, with the stuff that you've been brewing for like ages now, for years now. The fact that mm-hmm. again, the fruits of that labor will soon be seen and appreciated by so many people. Like again, <laughs> it goes back to you know, like your art journey or whatnot. It has to be amazing just how far you've developed like your art skills and stuff, and mm-hmm. developing like these mm-hmm. stories. Like it must be incredible for you to know that, like, hey. I am at this point, I am here and look at where you have to go next. Like it, it, I, I can only imagine the amount of excitement you have for what is next. Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm always, I'm always excited for the future and you know, what, what comes next. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's, um, like hard to not like, like jump there, like immediately, like, (laughs) Like what, like like what, like what I said with uh, when when I started Star Quest. Sometimes I'm like, man, I'm just gonna start it right now, and I have to like stop myself. Like, no, you can't, you can't do that yet. Yep. So yeah, <laughs> sometimes you know, it's it's. I like to um, go with the flow, but mm-hmm. like be excited and looking forward to what happens next. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, there you go. Well. If mm-hmm. I may, for this next question, how about we look for what could happen next, potentially, if I was to give you more or less the dream scenario, if I may. Let's say I am big shot Mr. Moneybags. I come up to you and I'm like, look, Chris, we know you could do some absolutely outstanding stuff. We've seen the stuff you've been able to produce, or at least that you've pushed out there. And we know there's there's some untapped potential that, that is, could be that could be developed or whatnot. We have access to anyone and everyone in the art industry and more money than there should be possible. We could probably be buying so many IPs and making our own streaming service, especially when it comes to animation, (laughs) but we'll focus on that later. (laughs) Right now we are focused on you and you alone. If given this opportunity, what would be the dream, the the dream, what would be the dream cinema project? Oh, Oh, that Oh, that's a lot of ideas. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what came to mind was oh my god, it could be a game, it could be a it could be a comic, it could be like merch, like oh my god, there is just so many like possibilities. 
Oh my god. That that you, it, you it, messed me up. There's so many possibilities. I'm just like I'm daydreaming. I'm like, Whoa. then can I <laughs> offer a scenario that could be a potential catch-all for all of this stuff to be able to produce all of that? Mm. Because I'm thinking if you're if you have so many ideas that you want to make, why don't we just set up a studio for you? with all the with all the funding and all the employees possible that you need in order to make each and every single one of these projects a reality oh man oh my god uh my mind went blank i'm sorry cinema overload that cinema.exe has stopped working <laughs> <laughs> pretty much uh can you repeat the question again i'm sorry my mind went blank <laughs> I was I, well. Obviously, the original question is what would be the dream cinema project. But I was gonna say, like again, you were thinking of all these different projects and whatnot. So I was saying, you know, having a catch-all for these projects. Why don't I just give you a studio that has all the access possible, so you can make all these things that you're dreaming about a reality? Oh, studio. What would the studio be named? Hmm. I mean, I, I mean, Cinema just... Projections is a good start. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it could, it could, it could just be my username. It could just be Cinema, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, that would be it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that, in that way, you can actually again make all these stories, make all these games, yeah. animations, or whatnot. You can make them a reality. Mm-hmm. Oh, that... that'd be great. <laughs> so, 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 if you were to make all those games or, or all that stuff a reality, what would be the first project that you would want to start on? Oh, I would like. My mind is going to Star Quest. It has to be okay. That. Okay, you know what? <laughs> yeah, fair. You've worked on it for years. Let's make that a reality. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have to be Star Quest. Would you stick with the web comic scenario? Or would you maybe develop it into a game or a you know animation you know, or something along the lines of that? Funny you say game because actually when I came up with the idea, it was actually supposed to be a game oh sort of it started out as a game concept okay but um it started out as a game concept um and then when i discovered the comic uh well actually uh it's it started out as a game project and it was sort of like in this little world because i didn't know what i wanted to be it was just sort of this like project i had going okay and then in 2013 when i discovered the comic cucumber quest i was like that can be a comic <laughs> that can be a comic and i'm also like just diving into animation a little bit but that's just more so to like get my hands wet with like store like like get, get uh hands wet my feet wet mm-hmm. trying trying to get my feet wet animation that's most mostly what the animation is for but um it's star quest will will always be a comic okay okay yeah Fair. if, if, if it, i could i could i could see it as a game to be honest you know it could it could it could work as a game it could also work as an animation you know it could, it could be anything i'll say hell <laughs> let's go above and beyond and not just a web comic let's make it a printed comic too oh my god oh i think <laughs> i think about that all the time <laughs> I think, oh my god i think about it all the time because like whenever like there's like an artist i follow mm-hmm. actually just recently um star knights Okay. A comic by K. DeVault, I think. I picked that up and I was like, bro, like, this would be <laughs> so cool if, like, I was able to, like, 
holds on my own comics in my own hands and like finds it in a retail like that would be so cool there you go uh whenever whenever i go to like the uh the graphic novel section uh in like a bookstore i always think like one of my comics could be here one day that'd be really cool and i i dream i dream i dream about that it's it's really cool so like if if the opportunity comes up and you know it could still be like the story i want it to be i oh my god i would totally go for it for it to be printed and you know sold in retail that would be so 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 cool so well, there you <laughs> go then as mr moneybags i shall say that we'll use the money to start up cinema productions and the first thing yes! that we'll do the first the first thing that we'll create is cinema productions present star quest the graphic novel yes let's go <laughs> there you go but sadly we gotta get down from dr- the dream scenario we gotta get back to reality i'm sad i'm crying i know i'm <laughs> sorry but i have to ask the ever so generic question where do you hope to see yourself five to ten years from now hmm that is a very hard question to answer very hard question to answer but i also think it's a good one because it keeps people on track right i like to think is is as long as you have a goal um i hopefully in like five or ten years hopefully i will be out of my out of my, out of my mom's place uh, I, I still good live at home, you know but yeah good start but i i do want to like just get out and just just branch out just 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 to get out is probably right. like my my main goal right now obviously to you know, get my comics out there. I still want to continue like VTubing. I even want to dive a little bit into merch. Ooh, okay. <laughs> merch is I did. I did have like a a store open for how long was it open? Maybe like six ish months. Okay. Between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty, I closed it because I I couldn't I couldn't afford the uh, the P the PO box fee. Um, uh, gotcha. So I ended up closing that down, but um. I do want to get back into merch making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of lost my train of thought actually. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, nevertheless, like in, if when it comes to like just five to 10 years or whatnot, just having that stuff really going all in more with the art that you're creating and such. And like, mm-hmm. you know, like with merch and maybe VTubing or whatnot, I imagine, especially like when it comes to like the, the web comics or whatnot, making those like more coming to fruition or whatnot. Yes. Like, but, yeah, yeah. I, have, I have a lot of ideas. <laughs> just Caltonia, Starquest, but even like some other ones I've Ooh. been like just toying around too. Um, I think I think for those ones, I think I could see them more as like illustrated novels. Okay, where it's like it's like prose with like illustrations. I think like after like Starquest and Caltonia, I might I might like dive into that just a, a little bit. Okay. I think I'd, yeah, I'd, I would love to see that. Yeah. Wait, you're telling me Caltonia uh, and Starquest is not going to last like 20 years and keep me preoccupied with every waking hour? <laughs> oh, you don't know how many ideas I have, dude. I have so many. <laughs> well, you know what? If if it's anything like just the little bit I've been getting with the stuff you've been able to present, you have me at the edge of my seat. Um, oh, I'm glad. <laughs> as we start to wind down the interview, I just have one last question that I want to ask. Obviously, you've been deeply entrenched in art on so many different aspects. Like, ever since you were young, you've been a part of art, especially since you've gone all in. It's been a major aspect of your life. (laughs) How important is art, not just for you, but for the world as a whole? Oh, art can bring so many things. Like, a lot of the things that um, 
that people use is, you know, it was created by someone. It was designed, you know, it some someone had to make it, someone had designed it, you know. Mm-hmm. Art, you know, art is everywhere. And I think, you know, I think art should be, you know, a, a, appreciated, you know, more than, you know, just uh, please appre- appreciate art. Like, you have no idea, like, how important art is in our lives. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. That I'm short, sweet, simple, but wonderfully worded. If mm-hmm. I do say so myself. <laughs> that is all the questions I have for you, Chris. Um, I've already showered you with Ooh. a whole bunch of praise, but I want to share you with a little bit more because it's my podcast. I do what I want. Um, <laughs> Chris, like I said, ever since I've gotten the chance to to get to know you in the first place, um, I've always appreciated your presence. I've appreciated the bit of art that I had oh. seen here and there. Um, because I, I again like just your vibe and your presence or whatnot, it it, it helps me relax more than anything else. Like I, I get that oh, instant I'm vibe. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. Getting the chance to really dive deep into your stuff and see the stuff that you've been able to really develop more more or less. Like it has me excited and intrigued because you have so many incredible things and like untapped potential. Honestly, that I can only. <laughs> be nothing short of excited just to get to, to see more of it, to, to consume more of it, because there's a lot of incredible stuff that I know you were capable of. There's a lot of incredible stuff that I know is just like waiting to be unleashed into the world. And I'm going to be one of the first people to tell you that like the world needs to see it. Cause it's absolutely incredible what you've got set up. Um, and, you know, getting the chance to sit down, talk to you, get to really get to know you more and getting to really understand the excitement that you have for this stuff. It just makes me more and more excited mm. for what you have next. So the long wow. and the short of it is thank you for what you do. Keep up the incredible work and really just go out there and show the world like the incredible stuff you have in mind, because I it's something that we need. We need to see more of your incredible stuff. So go out I'm there and so knock, go out there and knock and show the world what you have to offer oh that 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 makes me so happy <laughs> <laughs> i'm 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 re- i'm really really glad that you that 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 you um in, enjoy my work because sometimes i do get like well people don't like this but sometimes i have to mind myself like like here like um sometimes the compliments I get, I do like screenshot them and save them and whatever I'm playing down. I look at them and I'm like remind I like remind myself like, hey, like pe- people people want to see this. Like people love your ideas. So it keeps it keeps me going. And just hearing that from you, just it it, it really warms my heart. It 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 makes me really happy to hear that from you. <laughs> well there you go. I, I'm more than happy to say it a million times over because I'm just being honest. Like again, I'm just excited to see what's next when it comes. Um, plus, plus on top of that, like, yeah, you have the comments before, but now you have an entire podcast that you can listen to to get that yes. confidence up. <laughs> when you when you mesh with me, I was like, oh, hey, post when you asked me, like, do you want to do the podcast? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Whoa. well, I, I'm certainly glad to have that excitement because if it's if nothing, the feeling is mutual when it comes to your stuff. I'm ecstatic <laughs> to see what you have at what you're going to be putting out there. So, um. I'm so happy. <laughs> Good. You should be happy. And if other people should see what you could potentially be having and should be as excited as I am, in order for them to see that stuff, go ahead and plug yourself for the people at home. Okay. So it is the same username across all platforms. Uh, I am Cinemuff, C-I-N-N-A-M-U-F-F, mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter, Instagram, which... 
NeoCities. If you have if you have a NeoCities, I am also I also have a NeoCities site. Okay. Um, uh, I am on DeviantArt, but I do not post up. I do not post on DeviantArt. Um, I am on YouTube. Okay. But I think I think that one is just my stream vods, and you might find some some ancient. You might find some ancient stuff if you go to my YouTube. <laughs> like some like some like like some decade old speed paints I used to do, <laughs> and I think that's about it as far as online presence. So yeah. I mean, if yeah. nothing else, I'm sure there's like websites or Twitters for like all your web comics as well, so that people can mm-hmm. get that for updates. I mean, yep. I'm sure you're gonna be having it on your main thing as well. And again, even if you yeah. miss, if you miss anything, I'm just gonna make sure to have all those links in the description below. So I got you covered. Oh, nice. <laughs> Do you have any final words before we sign off? Um. I don't, but I I do love what you're doing with your podcast. It it's it's good. It's great that you're doing this for all these creators, and I I I, I love the I love the idea of the podcast. <laughs> I really do appreciate it because it's it was an idea that I kind of had brewing for a little bit. It was just a matter of actually going forth and doing it, and. Honestly, yeah. and when this episode comes out, it actually should be close to two years since I started doing this. So, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I start, awesome. I started this September 17th, 2020. That was when the first episode Ooh. was uploaded. So. Oh, nice. Yep. Yep. Oh, and you're almost there. Three <laughs> I was, weeks. <laughs> I, I was going to say, when this episode comes out, this episode is coming out, I think, September 8th. Correct me if I'm wrong. So it'd be like, again. Oh, but, cool. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's one of those like, ever since I went all in with this stuff, like it was an idea that I've been wanting to do for a bit to really just give artists that platform because there's incredible art out there. And I've said this many times over when it comes to this podcast, I've said it on this podcast as well, but like you can correct me if I'm wrong. It feels like, especially when it comes to art in general, people will push their stuff out there and then either they appreciate the art, but they don't think much of the artists or it just get lost in the shuffle and doesn't get the appreciation mm-hmm. despite the hours of effort an artist can put into their stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if there's any little way that I can to show these incredible artists that they're doing incredible stuff and they need to, that they need to know that what they're doing is impacting people. I am more than willing to do that. That's why I want to do this badly. I, I appreciate the fact that you appreciate it. Thank you for mm-hmm. taking the time. To, thank you for taking the time to listen to this and really showing your support. It really means the world to me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you for having me here. Like it's, Absolutely. this is, this is my, this is my first podcast and I hey. really like talk when you asked me. So <laughs> Well, yeah. ho- well, hopefully, opportunity. hopefully, once you get yourself out there, there will be many more podcasts in your future. If nothing else, depending Ooh. on how much more you developed, I'm you're more than welcome to come back on the podcast at some point. There's an open oh, invitation for you. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and give this little tease as well. I am planning something a little big for episode 100, and you Ooh. and you are more than willing if you want to be a part of it. Um, I'll, I'll definitely get. With you after the fact and the fans they they'll certainly be excited when 100 comes around so Whoa. what episode is this what episode will this one be uh this is gonna be 90 94 i believe so it's oh, right around oh, the oh it, my god it's coming up real soon <laughs> it's coming up, yeah thanks you for reminding me um <laughs> that's really 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 soon i'll definitely keep you in the loop if you're interested um 
I we'll definitely talk after this podcast. But yeah. But for those at home, uh, thank you for listening, especially up to this point. And all I have left to say is for the people at home, hasta luego, mi amigos. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for sticking around to the end. If this is your first time listening to an episode of the podcast, I greatly do appreciate it. Uh, Chris, if you've made it this far, thank you for taking the time to sit down and chat. This was genuinely a fun conversation to have, and I sincerely hope that everyone gets that kind of vibe and mentality from it. Uh, it's been absolutely outstanding just kind of the the people I, I i say this constantly i know i do but it still amazes me to no end the people i get an opportunity to talk to because you guys are the people i just the, the artists that are out there like guys there are some talented and incredible people that deserve more love um i know that i'm trying my best to give a spotlight a platform to as many of those people as possible uh and I genuinely do appreciate when each and every one of the guests takes time out of their day to sit down and chat. Um, I've said it before and I said it again. Without you guys, this podcast would not be anything. Um, so the fact that I get to talk to incredible people, just like Chris today, or some of the guests I've had before and some of the guests I'll have from now on, I- I'm always amazed and blessed. And I greatly do appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart. Um, I don't know if all the former guests are going to be listening to this, but, you know, my point still stands. Seriously, like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'll i be honest with you guys. You know, life has been kind of mentally rough for me. Um, I, I'm probably in a better situation than a lot of people, but, man, it's, it's still rough. I, I've been dealing with a lot of stuff in, you know, when it comes to personal life, work, home, all sorts of different aspects of it, but... I am not lying when I say that this podcast is one of the only, well, one, not one of the only, but one of the major things that keeps me going day by day. I genuinely have a lot of fun with this podcast. I genuinely enjoy every conversation I get to have. I I still get nervous whenever I bring on certain people. <laughs> I, I get so antsy because some of these people are some of the most talented people that I've admired for years and such, and the fact that I'm even getting an hour, an hour and a half of their time, it, it still amazes me. Um, and being able to do this podcast, even still to this day, um, it's a blessing for me. And is one of the major things that is a point of pride and joy in my life right now. There might be some aspects of it that I do not enjoy. I will be 100% honest with you. Uh... You know, struggling to find guests here and there at times. I'm doing pretty good about it. Um, 
see if I can secure some sort of funding or whatnot to you know do more with this podcast wondering about my audience here and there like I'm sure I'm probably not the only one to think about this stuff when it comes to their art or when it comes to whatever content they produce but the pros of doing this podcast vastly outweigh the cons when it comes to doing this stuff I genuinely have a great time and I genuinely have fun doing this I've met some incredible people through this I've been able to talk to some outstanding artists I wouldn't have thought much of beforehand because of this podcast I get the opportunity to to be part of a community to grow a community thanks to you guys you know we're 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 vastly approaching two years of the podcast and I'll talk about it next week's episode because that one is the one that I think Saturday after it releases, it would be officially two years since I started the podcast, but I, I've been really reflective when it comes to this podcast and what to do going forward or whatnot. And, you know, I have a lot of doubts here and there, but I, I still keep going with it. I still keep going with it because like I said before it is genuinely one of the few things that gives me so much joy and happiness in my life right now. And without you guys, I don't know what I'd be doing. I, and I sincerely hope that I get the opportunity to do more because I, I, I love doing this. I really love doing this. I really love talking to incredible artists. I really love getting an opportunity to meet incredible people. I I love this podcast. I love this, not job yet, but I love this. And I want to keep going as, as long as I can possible. I genuinely don't know when I can see an end in sight for this. The only time I can really quote unquote see an end or whatnot is if I can't afford to do certain aspects of it. I might take breaks here and there because everyone needs a break, but I genuinely want to keep this thing going as long as possible. I want to keep talking to incredible people. I want to keep highlighting incredible artists and I hope you guys are willing to be right by my side, keeping it going, doing fun stuff with it. Long and short of it, thank you guys for keeping up the love and support of the podcast. Thank you for helping me. Thank you.